It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, you know, I tell you, Tuesday, second day of the week, uh, we are now just uh, getting back into the swing of things on um of the beginning of the week on Monday, you know, we, we kind of wake up and we yawn Tuesday. We kind of get into step, uh, getting ready for, uh, Wednesday, which is hump day, but we on Tuesday. And, uh, one of the things I want to talk to our listeners about today is, um, how can you be remembered? Where's your family tree? Where did you come from? Why are you doing some of the things that you're doing? Why, uh, I mean, a lot of times we don't know any of those things because we feel that God just placed us here and, and we do the things without thinking about it because it's inherited. But when we, when we start thinking about those things, Noah, there is a reason why you scratch your head a certain way or uh, you do this or uh, you react a certain way. And uh, uh, a lot of times we have to go back and track why we are doing these things. And I guess tonight, Rob Lucy, I tell you, uh, he's over in Canada. He's doing great things. He's a best-selling author. Uh, and you know, not just that he's a reporter. It's a lot of things you're going to discover about this guy, but most importantly, you're going to discover why, why you are in the uh, situation, circumstances or, uh, that you might be in and how can you change that if you understand your background? So Noah, what do you think about that? You know, there's always a reason for everything, and I've always believed that. And as you're going through life, it's always good to share those things with your family, and not just telling them when you think about it, but writing things down so that one day, especially maybe when you're not there anymore, they have something to look back on and say, hey, dad did something for, for that reason, and they can go a little bit more in-depth with it. When I chatted with Rob on my own show several months ago, we got so in-depth about what it means to have this written legacy, and the audience tonight is just going to be absolutely blown away by how awesome it is in the form and the techniques that Rob uses to make sure that we properly document our legacy to pass down to the next generation. If we don't document those things, uh, we won't understand um, why, and there's a reason because uh, when it comes to legacy, when it comes to generational, and I, I don't like to say uh, curse or whatever, uh, but uh, if we understand the why and we understand that, uh, you know, it's, it's so many things that our ancestors uh, did and, and, and brought to us, we'll get a better understanding of who we are. Yeah, you can learn a lot from history of your own family. And, and I, I believe that that's uh, most importantly that uh, we we know uh, some of the history so that we can uh, continue to educate and leave a legacy for our future. And and uh, Rob uh, Lucy, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so fascinated with this guy, Noah, and I know he's been on your show uh, that um uh, you know, I can't wait to get off into this, but uh, yeah, he's multifaceted. I mean, besides, you know, we'll ask him why he's be- he, he's become a journalist, and that's very near and dear to his heart. But why he decided that it was a good thing to start documenting his legacy to pass on for his family. I mean, there there's a lot of questions to ask. Yeah, and, and one other thing before we get started, uh, uh, my youngest son is 24 years old. Uh, he uh, came to me when he was in second grade and and said, "Hey, Dad, I got this." Uh, assignment i need to figure out uh the family tree 
on your side and my mom's side. And uh, I, I did not have a whole lot of information that I could share with him because I did not know uh, what it is. But we went back and we did uh, uh, some things. And he came up and he came up with this fancy uh, little book uh, that he was able to tell uh, his portion based on what he knew. And you know what? I, I found that uh, yesterday uh, when I was uh, researching uh, Rob Lucy and uh, I, I got that today. And so that's um, I, I'm excited about this show. And, and Michelle, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today, James. I'm excited about the show as well. Uh, me and you had a conversation about it last night and um, I was telling you just certain things, you know, why I love, like, example, arts, the arts. But in a legacy, what we're going to discuss today, it's not about, you know, finances or personal assets. It's about, you know, even hobbies, even attitudes, even values. You know, okay, Grandma, why, did you, why do you love the arts? You know, and I told you the story why I love Broadway shows. And when you when you listen to when I was kind of when I broke it down, you're like, wow, I didn't really know that about you. So it may seem small, but it's a big thing in understanding about your about who you are and how your family felt. It, it's it's just an amazing topic we're going to talk about today. And I I can't wait to delve off into this because uh, I I uh, I'm I'm very excited about this guest and. I have talked to him a couple of times. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience about the, the purpose of today's show? Yes, the purpose of today's show. Learn what the word legacy means according to our guest journalist, author, and speaker. Learn how to create one of the most powerful legacies, how legacy stories can enrich our personal and business lives, and discover how creating and sharing your stories can enrich your life and the lives of others. Now, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to read this whole bio because this guy is, you know, well documented. But, but Michelle, can you uh, introduce uh, our special guest tonight? Yes, Rob Lucy. Rob Lucy is a journalist, speaker, and author. His talk today in his book, How Will You Be Remembered? The Definite Guide to Creating and Sharing Your Life Stories, was a number one bestseller on Amazon, will stir you in all aspects of your personal and business life. At the end of our talk, you have the ability to create the most powerful legacy you could ever give your family. You'll learn how to collect the stories of loved ones you just don't want to disappear. And you'll learn how to create your own personal legacies and their stories that will bring you in a deep happiness. Most people think they'll be remembered for their legacy of stuff that they leave behind. Rob disagrees and demonstrates how rewarding it is to leverage our values, skills, talents, and resources to build our legacies and their stories at home or at work. Those legacies and their stories will connect us to others, enhance our lives, make us happy, and will continue to positively affect others when we finally go. The, it's, the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Rob Lucy. How you doing? How you doing, sir? How are you doing today? You folks are making me blush. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Happy to chat with you. Well, the question that I'm gonna ask is: Is you about you? Uh, that's one of the things you talk about in your book. You talk about it on your shows. Uh, can you tell? Uh, uh, can you tell me about you, your story? <laughs> how, far should, how far should we go back, James? Well, uh, we 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 just going to start right now because, but we got three more segments, so let's go back. Uh, let's let's just finish this segment off. Cause so, uh, can you tell us? Sure. Well, I was uh, I, I'm a Canadian. I was born in Calgary, Alberta, the home of the Stampede, which you may have heard of. And uh, I was schooled in, in Canada at various universities doing business, English, and journalism. And then I joined what is called the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which is, um, if, if you folks will know the BBC in Britain. Uh, the CBC in Canada is kind of the same thing where we have television and radio. So I was a journalist and producer for my first career. 
and then um, got into production around the world um, in museums and uh, e- events uh, uh, that take, take place in large, uh, organ- large for large organizations. And um, yeah, did that for about uh, 25 years, and uh, along with the writing, and um, and then just uh, put this book out uh, to help train to help change people's mind about what a legacy is. And I think you're right. You said. Uh, some people think legacies are, you know, the stuff you leave behind. Um, you know, the, the 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 sound equipment, the the cash, the all just stuff basically. And I I, I want to take broaden people's mind a bit to say no, the legacy can be all kinds of things that uh, have the benefits that Michelle talked about. They you can create a legacy right tonight that connects you to others. It's um enhances lives it makes us happy and it makes and it makes people happy even when you're gone um and that can be done and it can be done with just a, a little bit of effort and the, the payoff is is um is pretty good that's that's a great start <laughs> you know we're gonna take a station break but we're gonna come back and we really gonna delve off into rob lucy's story it's your life from james cooley There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, you know I'll tell you, uh, I'm excited about this show. And if you want to be part of the conversation that's one 1170 that's 1-888-344-1170 call in i believe that uh, everybody must know why we do certain things where our legacy started and uh we need to be able to document and pass down to our future generations uh like, like rob lucy i always talk about well you might not be here 200 years from now, but you can pass down to, uh, your, your, your legacy. What's going on? So one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Mr. Lucy, you wrote the book. How will you be remembered? The definite guide to creating and sharing your life stories. What inspired you to write this book was, which was a number one bestseller on Amazon. I, um, was flying in a plane to Toronto from the west coast of Canada to Toronto. I was going down to get a, a I was awarded um, a nice check, uh, some money for the work I'd done in establishing the Make-A-Wish, the Make-A-Wish Foundation in uh, Canada. I sat beside a fellow and told him this, and I told I did just done a book on my father's life and a couple of other things, and he said that's quite a legacy. And I was I was where you mentioned earlier, Michelle. I didn't think I had a legacy. I think I, because I, I'm not rich and I, 
I don't have a whole bunch of stuff to leave behind. But then we started to think about it a whole uh, a lot, and um, it, it, over the course of a couple of years, the idea of a legacy w- became much broader. And 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 really, when we leave, what are we going to know? What what will people know about us? They'll know about us only what the, uh, the stories that we leave behind. There was a just as an aside, my wife and I uh, have honeybees, and I was in the bookstore one day, and I um, saw this book called The Secret Life of Bees. I thought it would be about bees, but it wasn't. It was a, a different novel about a young lady escaping her, her father. But there was a line in the book that said that stories have to be told or they die. And when they die, we can't remember who we are or why we're here. So it, in the course of a couple of years, it took uh, it cha- my idea of legacy changed a fair bit, and um, all because of that... Uh, plane ride on the way to receive a, a check. I do remember that book, and they made that into the movie, The Secret Life of Bees. Um, yeah. Mr. Lucy, what is your definition of legacy? Michelle, we kind of covered it. I think it's, it, it's, it has those points that we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. a, a legacy connects you. It enhances your life. It makes us happy, and it affects people when we're gone because our stories can 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 unite us can unite families, um, can can make better friends, can make friends out of strangers. So all those benefits, I think we can we can layer these on anything we do in life and say, is it connecting me to others? Is it making me happy? Is it making others happy? And uh, and they can, they can be very small um, items. Just as I mentioned earlier that the the stories. Uh, one of, one of the ways of creating a legacy is is of course uh, gathering stories. I have a picture of my great-grandparents who came to um, North America in 1869, just at the very end of the potato famine. I've got a picture of them, but I don't know anything about them. I know when they got here, and I know how many kids they had, but I don't have any of their stories. None. I would love to know what it was like carving out a living out of that awful land they had. I'd love to know how they, just how they functioned and what they did with their lives. But we, we didn't do it. They were, they were probably illiterate anyway. Well, we have the advantage, us in the 21st century, of digital media. We can create, we can tell our stories, and those stories will go on forever up in the cloud. And your great-great-great-great-grandchildren will learn about Grandma Michelle a long time after we're all gone. Now, Rob, I know this is producer Noah. I, you know, we've talked in the past. I've had you on my show and we've told the audience a little about tonight, you being a journalist. How did that also kind of dive into the legacy writing? I know that probably helped the fact that you were able to express yourself with getting things down on paper. But how did you make that transition? And maybe somebody that doesn't have that background, how would you recommend they get started? What's the easiest way? The easiest way talk about what you know and what you know is about yourself so there's a legacy there's an item called a legacy letter and basically it's the story of you it's a story of noah it's a story of michelle it's a story of rob and you can tell that story in a number of ways sure you could use audio you could use print you could use video i i am just for my own legacy letter i just wrote it and, based, and it's, there's a number of ways of, and this is a, this is a legacy letter that will go down in time, way past when you disappear, Noah. And again, it was, this would be great, 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 great grandpa Noah's story. And I made, uh, to make it easy, there are a variety of ways of writing that letter. And the letter's basic its purpose is to say, here's who I am. Here's how I live. Here are my values. Here's what I wanted to do in life. Here's what I did well. Here's what I, I failed at. Whatever you want to go in there. When I wrote my legacy letter, the first stage of legacy is a legacy letter. I had um, I, I had pared down what I thought were my values. And I wrote something about why this value is important to me. And here's a story of how I lived it. I wrote that. And that was only a couple of pages. It was a, it was tough to write, and sometimes there were some tears there saying, yeah, that's me. When I put it, folded it up and put it in my drawer, where it sits now to be read when I'm gone, 
um, I was totally relieved. I had just summarized who I thought I was and how I lived, and that's called a legacy letter. And as I say, I wrote, I just picked five values, and I said, here, here, why this value is important, and here's a story about that value, and it was a great relief. You could do that. You mentioned it, I think James mentioned it earlier, a powerful legacy. Anybody listening now could write that legacy letter today, tonight, and it will be there when you go. And none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So there's a great deal of, of value in, in writing this or putting it on video or on audio, whatever you like. What's the story of you? The book details a number of ways to tell it. The best way I found it was um, to, to, to do it with values. You could do it with uh, chrono- chronology. Here's my childhood. Here's my middle age. Here's my adulthood. Here's my old age. And you could do that. I like the one talking about my values because it's just way more personal. And it's powerful because your family who didn't know that you had these thoughts or you did these things, they get to learn it. And that's the powerful part of it. You'll know that you're going to be um, well regarded by your family when you finally say goodbye and this legacy letter is read for the world. So that's an easy way. If your question was an easy way, write the story of you. There's a variety of ways to do it. Do it with um, values if you like. Or, or, or any other method, but to tell people who you are, how you live, what was important, what you love. And I like what you say about the values, because that really, no matter who you are, what your values all that are, that really speaks to who you are as a person. And you can gather a lot about somebody's values. And as you said, I personally am one that would write it down. I'm an excellent writer. I'm sure you are as well, being a you know in the journalism industry. Rob for so many years, but somebody else might be more comfortable doing a video, as you said, or recording an audio recording, and that's fine too. Yeah, that's true. I'll tell you just to give people a real a, a real sense, to make this real for them. I wrote down my six, my five values. One of my values was integrity, and I had to think about where and did I show where integrity was real important to me. I'll tell. Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. <laughs> we got time. I'll I'll, I'll make it quick. What, one of my values was integrity, and uh, here's how it happened. I, a friend called me one morning, and unfortunately, his wife had passed away from breast cancer that morning. He wanted me to be at the funeral of the, the Paul Bear. I had just booked to go climb the highest mountain in, in Canada, up on the border of Alaska. Uh, I said, I can't go, but I will take a crucifix. They were a Catholic family. I'll take a crucifix and put it on the top of the mountain for Kathy. Okay, spin forward about six days. We've got about 500 feet to go to go to the top of the mountain, and we have to jump over a crevice and and go up an ice wall. I couldn't do it. I had nothing left in my body. I was in tears almost. I had to. I just couldn't do it. And then I thought, what about this crucifix? Who's going to get that up there? I can't give that to one of the other guys. They'll think I'm a schmuck, and I would think I'm a schmuck. Anyway, I jumped, clambered onto the wall, and crawled up to the top of this mountain. And, and there I put the crucifix and was in, in tears as I did it. Um, it said to, that said to me when I started to think about it, no, I did what I said I would do. I showed some integrity. I didn't have to do that. And I did that with every value. And it was, it, it was, it was interesting writing these stories, and I believed in them 100% once I got them done. You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. You mentioned integrity, and everything that I try to do in my life um, once, uh, I mean, from a religious perspective, and we're not talking religious tonight, but it, 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 it is based on honesty, integrity, and ethics. Honesty, integrity, and ethics. Because I had an opportunity to, uh, go back and, uh, really examine, uh, some of the things that happened going back to my childhood with my grandmother. Uh, I was the last, um, uh, grandkid that it, that was around her prior to her dying, and a lot of things that she told me, I mean, still stands today, which my brothers and sisters don't know anything about because they did not have an opportunity. But so everything that you're talking about integrity, everything you're talking about about legacy, uh, you down my alley. But we're gonna take a station break. But we gonna come back. 
I am so excited about this conversation. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Rob Lucy is fantastic. Uh, let's uh, call in. Let's ask questions. Let's find out about a legacy. We'll be back in a minute. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, you know, we're talking legacy. We're talking about um, knowing where you, you came from, knowing why you're doing certain things and and we're talking about leaving uh, uh, things for our future generations. And my great uh, guest talking about leaving a ladder, also talking about uh, all these other type of things. And um, uh, he specialized in these things because uh, he had these contests where he uh, invite people to write about their legacy uh Based on, I think, three to five hundred words, uh, everything that you sum all these things up about you and uh, your family and your legacy, everything you know and what you want to leave behind. We ain't talking about no money. We ain't talking about none of that stuff. We talking about leaving a legacy behind about who you are. And that's Rob Lucy, a fantastic guy. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 344 1170 That's 1-888-344-1170. But, you know, uh, Noah, my, my youngest son, Joshua, Joshua Alexander Cooley, uh, he was doing a project that's what I you think. said like uh third grade right third grade and i i just want to share this one message with him that he wrote in this uh third grade like uh dad i had to put this together and put all these things together and this letter that he wrote you're like i love visiting my grandma sometimes during the summer my grandma was born in mississippi now she lives in illinois she was born in 1939. She had eight girls and two boys. She is a stay-at-home mom and grandma. She would make dinner for everyone. Her favorite game is tennis. Her favorite uh, TV game is Jeopardy. Uh, this is a, a seven, eight-year-old boy writing down his legacy during that time frame, uh, which uh, this... Uh, I found this. It's like I told you, I found this yesterday. And this is so important that we write things down and we continue to pass these things down because one day we are going to be a legacy. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I've had a couple of things my kids have written over the years, too, just very short like that. But talking about either their life or talking about me as as a parent. And those, those are just valuable things, man. And you just have to make sure that we keep those and make sure that others are able to see those down the line. And we, we have to do that. And, you know, with that being said, you know, Rob, <laughs> man, I, I am fascinated with, with, with uh, a lot of the work that you do. Uh, when did you decide uh, that uh, you had to write down things and share uh, your message with uh, uh, 
your grandparents, your great grandparents, uh, to make sure that your offsprings and the future generations was going to be knowledgeable about everything that you know at this point? Well, I, as the more I got into understanding what a legacy could be, um, I, there was, um, a fellow in Connecticut, I think, who started the idea of the legacy letter. And I talked to him and I said, well, heck, if I'm going to write about it, I better understand what it feels like to do it myself. So I started, I, I wrote my, then my legacy letter, which is a story of me. And that's the first level of legacy. And why is it a legacy? It, it, it's a legacy because you could even share this with your family now while you're here, or um, and, and it, it, everybody would get to to know you much better. Um, it's a legacy because it has some of, of value for the people living now and those who follow you um, after you go. So uh, I, I wanted to give it a try, and uh, and as I say, when I once I just written mine, I put it in the drawer, and I was almost in tears. I was so relieved, and I felt good though because now I'm there. You can't take that away. That's who I am. Um, there's a there's a quote that just reminded me about, and I forget who said it. Um, this quote goes something like, yeah, "What the next generation will value is not what we own, but the evidence of who we were, and the tales of how we loved." So that's pretty cool. That's what the next generation gets. Ellen Goodman is her name. She's an, an American writer who said that, and um, so I believe in that. I believe in that gathering the stories. You know, it's, it's interesting right now, uh, a lot of people are doing their DNA and they find out where they came from. You know, they're, they're 26% Africa, 14% Europe, et cetera, et cetera. But what's not coming are the stories about those people. Well, because it was hundreds of years ago and they didn't have the media and they didn't know that this was important. But we now know we have the ability to, to create it in the media and we know it's important. And so we will leave stories, real live stories, to our descendants. And they, our descendants are going to be pretty darn happy that we're doing that for them. So what these are are different levels of legacy. Your story, you can collect other stories. How many of you have an elder in the family? And as I say, there's no guarantee that we're going to be here tomorrow. It's really it's a wonderful experience to go start collecting the stories of that elder. And sometimes they'll say, oh, jeepers, I don't have any stories to tell about myself. Well, it's real easy to get them going. And it just you just sum it up and say, okay, well, tell me about your schooling. And then they'll talk. There's a concept about a river breaking. And when the rivers break in the north in the spring, um, it looks solid at, at, uh, at minute one. And at minute two, it's an explosion of ice and water when the river breaks up. That's what happens when you ask a person who says, I don't have many stories to tell. Once they start telling one, the river will break and they will have a whole bunch of stories. And I did that with my father. He didn't want to talk about his war experiences. Most of the vets did. And he was a well, he won the top medals in World War II. And, um, but once he started talking, I it just went on, and we wrote a book about we wrote a book from his stories that he never thought he would get. So, if you've got any people who are whose stories you don't want to disappear, there's a variety of techniques to get their stories, and it's all pretty simple stuff. You don't have to be a a journalist of 40 years to to get the stories. And I'll, here's one quick idea: most people say, "Well, I'm not a journalist; I can't do an interview." You can do an interview because all you need is this one question. Tell me about. Tell me about your schooling. Tell me about your family. Tell me about the time the barn burnt down. This is the river will break, and they'll start telling you stories. And you're giving them the right to go anywhere you want, or they want, by just saying the open-ended question. Tell me about. You'll see that on TV when there's a an interview show on. A good journalist will say, "Tell me about," because they want the responder to give. The information with lots of um, energy and verve. You know, and Rob, I know during our one of our last interviews together, you know, we were talking about children and how they have, you know, just so much 
self-esteem as they're growing up and they're, you know, better at facing challenges and lower levels of anxiety, which is a good thing. So maybe this kind of plays into if you're asking a kid and you're maybe trying to do one of these interviews with the kid and get started early and maybe just their relationship with you. They're going to be a bit more forthcoming with those answers than if you wait a while. Yeah, the one the one thing I kids are great storytellers because they love stories. And um, the one the, what I found out during my research is there was a study done in Emory University, a fellow named Marshall Duke, and he found out he did some studying and he found out that the more children know about their family's history, the stronger they have a sense of control over their own lives. They have higher self esteem and they're more successful. If they knew how their families functioned, um, the, the bottom line is, if, and this came out of the study, if you want a happier family, um, refine and retell the stories and the positive moments and even the dark moments in the family so that the kids know where they came from. If there's a sense that they, they feel they're part of an important family that, that, um, that went through some good stuff and went through some bad stuff. So, you know, I, I unfortunately, my wife and I weren't able to have kids. But I can, knowing what I know now, if we had kids, I would have started every meal with a story, whether me, my wife, or, or the kids can tell the stories too. So we all know the same, the same stories and all feel strong and we're part of a strong unit and we know where we came from and where we're going. You know, Rob, J- James will finish up here before the last, uh, before our last break begins. But I often do that with my kids. What I'll do is I'll, you know, tell them something that, that's on my mind for the day. It's usually daily. Sometimes maybe it's every other day. Hey, this is, you know, what I've done as you guys were growing up. I want you to know why. And maybe they've heard the story before and maybe eventually they get a little bit sick of it. But at the end of the day, they know where they came from and they appreciate that a lot more and will appreciate it more as they get older. Yeah, yeah. I- hey, 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 Rob, I I, I want to talk a little bit more. We we haven't covered your book a whole lot on on this one. I want to talk about that a little bit because uh, I find it fascinating. Uh, you know, I went and I I I looked at the ebook version of it. Can you tell our listener audience a little bit more about uh, your book and what it's about? Well, uh, it's called "How Will You Be Remembered: The Definitive Guide." To creating and sharing your life stories and the whole purpose of it is to change our view of what legacies are legacies are stories and stories are legacies they're, they're both they both go each way and what I do in the book is is um, is, is break down uh, legacy and uh, oh, oh heck all kinds of things legacy and time Legacy and happiness, legacy and ego. Can you have an ego and and and, and when you, as you're donating the money for a new hospital? Sure. Legacy and religion. Um, and then what we do is in the book is go through three levels of creating legacy stories. The one of them I did just a while ago. Remember me climbing the mountain and showing that this is one of the values and that I live by. That's level one of legacy. Uh, the next level is gathering the stories of those whose stories you don't want to disappear. And I give all kinds of hints about how to get that done. And again, keep it. There's a bunch of humor in the book and, uh, and, and, and the ability, and you'll have the ability to, to collect the stories from grandpa or good old weird old uncle Harry or whoever stories you want to get. Um, you'll have the skills to do that. And then the third one is, is a big category and that's creating new stories. And what we do is once we highlight what our our talents and skills are, our values and our resources, you can um, create some legacies and the stories that go along with them. I'll give you a couple of examples of that one because it's a big one, but it's easy to do because all of us have different talents and skills and values and resources. Um, one fellow I met who had, um, I think he had about five uh, trombones in his in his um Garage. He was a from the Philharmonic Orchestra in town. His wife wanted him to get rid of them, and he said, "Nope, I'm not going to get rid of them." They put a note up at the at the community center and said, "Free lessons." Well, that Saturday there was about twice as many people as he could hold. He selected six kids and taught them the instrument. So, what's the legacy of that? Well, of those six, all of them probably stuck with music, and I bet you. I'll bet you one or two of them ended up being in the Philharmonic Orchestra, too. Is that a legacy? Yeah, darn right it is. It connected him 
remember those rules that connected them and then made people happy and enhanced their lives. And then a personal one, let me see if a personal one just for. We, we, we're going to take a station break, but you know what? Okay. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about this personal legacy when we get back. But also, uh, you have inspired me to want to do a contest. Uh, and, uh, have, uh, our listening audience, uh, to write in and, and talk about their legacy. We're going to talk about that when we get back on It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, Rob Lucy. I, I am inspired and, uh, we're going to con- continue to talk about legacy and, and try to figure out how we can learn where we came from. It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. You know, um, I am having so much fun because uh, Rob Lucy has prompted me into thinking about uh, why I am here, why I'm doing certain things, and and you know what what's my makeup? What what I mean by that is is my wife always asks me a lot of times, like you, you do this and you do that, and and based on what she knows about me, uh, but uh, this guy, this great guest, has documented all of these great things and. He has uh, traced his family tree back. He had wrote letters. He had done a whole lot of things. I believe that in order for us to really understand, again, where we are going and what's uh, our legacy, we have to understand about our past. We have to understand where we came from. We have to understand why we do these certain things. And uh, I'm fascinated uh, with this guy. And I don't want it to end right now because I wrote or like 30 something questions and I have not even reached a uh, 10 because I've been so fascinated. But I, I, I want to do a contest. Uh, my listening audience is a contest on where did you come from? Trace your, 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 your family tree back as far as you can. Uh, and three to five hundred words or less. And the winner of that contest will get a dinner for two that does not exceed, uh, $175. Uh, but, you know, you have to send that to me. Uh, jamescooley145 at gmail.com. jamescooley145 at gmail.com. And I'm hoping that I got, I, I, I can get this great guess to also look at some of these things because he is so busy rob lucy is so busy but uh 
Uh, so what, what we want to do is, uh, uh, just tell us about you. Tell us about your ladder. Tell us about what, what you want to leave behind, uh, what you, what, what you have discovered, uh, in your past, what okay. you know now and what you want to, uh, your, uh, uh, descendants to understand. Rob, I, I know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let me just try, I'm going to try and refine it a little bit so our listeners have an idea. We did this up here, and we said to, uh, uh, and I worked with the, the newspaper here, tell us a story in 300 words. Tell us a story that you don't want to disappear. That's the best line. You don't want, uh, Tell us a story you don't want to disappear in 300 words. I think 300 is plenty. It's, it's harder to write a shorter piece, but it's much more effective. So I would say, I would say go for 300 words. Tell us a story that you don't want to disappear. A, qu- a quick one, when we did the contest, we had... We had a two-week contest. We got about 75 uh, stories in, great stories. The one, the lady who won told the story of her getting married at the end of the war in Britain, but there was no cloth to make a wedding dress, so she made her wedding dress out of a parachute. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, was a great, it was a great little story that her children and grandchildren didn't know. So there's the legacy part, a great story that now goes down to the descendants. Do you know the great, 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 great? Grandma Michelle wore a parachute at her wedding, that sort of thing. So, three hundred words. What story don't you want to disappear? And I think that was, I think we'll uh, hopefully our listeners will fill us up with some great stories. Well, Ra, I'm gonna have to throw you. I'm gonna have to throw you in in the, in the game right now because uh, I'm hoping that we get some uh, folks that do this, and then uh, I want you to announce the the three finalists in the winner. If if you have time, I know you are so busy over in Canada. I mean, but uh, man, you you got me excited. I mean, I, I, I'm excited, I, and you know, I'm off script. Uh, not that I'm I'm normally on the script, but uh, you're a reporter, you're you're a TV guy, you're a radio guy, you just like me. So you know when you get excited, how things change in the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to mention one thing, James, and that is you know, in gathering stories, uh, you know, getting the stories of, of those whose stories you don't want to disappear. Grandma, Grandpa, Weird, weird Uncle Harry, that sort of thing. A lot of people come up with um, dangerous excuses for not collecting those stories. They say there's no time. There's tons of time. You start that river going. Uh, journalistic skills, I've got the, the question for you. Tell me about they don't have a story to tell. Again, once they tell one, they'll tell a hundred of them. That river will flow. Um, they're not technical. You can record these in audio. They're so simple. And then put them in a computer and they're print on your screen. And no one will care. My father said, why would anybody be interested in my story? And this is 50 years after the war. And um, he started writing. And we launched this, his book in front of about 300 people in a museum. People are interested. People love the idea that they're learning about someone who they love. So. Read, read, reading your book and uh, listen to or your podcast. And that's where I came up with uh, when you first saw, uh, uh, tell me about. Uh, it, uh, so I, that's locked into my mind forever. Because if you don't know. Uh, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. And you, and you describe that in your book and you describe this on your podcast. Now, just tell me about you. Tell me about your grandma. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. Tell me about what you want to do. All of those things are so important. Uh, and, uh, I wouldn't say just legacy, but it's important in life. But it's also important in, tell me about your mom. Tell me about your grandma. Tell me about all of these things because uh, the only thing that I know is um, if you read my book, you know that uh, I was uh, seven or ten kids and uh, all that other stuff. But I spent most of my time, most of my uh, growing up with my grandmother, and she told me all of these things. She she taught me all these. She told me uh, maybe 70 to 80 years, uh, her mother, her grandmother, her, gr- but I don't remember half of it, but I remember some, 
Uh, and the, the portion that I, I remember, I wrote down because my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, talks about a lot of those things. But I also talk about uh, oh, what my mindset is. And my new book that's coming out, audiobook, which is, should be out May 1st, uh, goes in more detail. Uh, but these are a legacy and these are things that uh, prompt me to understand that I need to find out a little bit more about why I tick the way that I do. Just like in you uh, came up with your great, great grandmother and grandfather. I saw that picture. I saw that. Man, I was so inspired. I had to I had to reach out to you. And um, I am so happy. And we coming down to um, uh, the end of the show. But I want to extend uh, what Rob Lucy just said. If you want to be part of the contest, uh, 300 words or less is what he said. Tell us about you, your legacy, what you want to leave behind. Uh, tell us, uh, and, and we got to continue this show, Rob. We got to, we got to, because we done ran out of time. I will go by real fast. And I am so happy that you took the time to come on the JC Cooley It's Your Life show and you done prompt this and we got to do it. And I hope you'll be a judge, uh, coming up real soon. I hope that you're going to uh, uh, be on the show again to, uh, help, uh, announce the winners. That would be terrific, and um, I hope you get a whole bunch of great stories. And, again, tell us about a story that you don't want to disappear. That's the only rule, and about 300 words, and I bet you will get some good ones. Tell us about a story that you don't want to disappear. And you know what? I'm I'm going to write a story, and I, I'm challenging my wife to write a story, and she's smiling on Zoom and this and that. But I, I want to thank Rob, Lucy, for taking the time to come on the J.C. Cooley It's Your Life show. Thank you so much. Got to have you back. I, I hope you accept. I want to thank my uh, wife, the co-host, and and uh, for that, I want to thank my great producer, Noah. But I, most importantly, I want to thank my listening audience for taking the time to tune in Monday through Friday, same time, every night, to listen to me bring these messages. But we need sponsorship. And I want to reach out and say hey in order for us to continue to bring these great message you got to support us uh the james cooley foundation cooleyfoundation.org uh and just this uh this sponsors we'll be back tomorrow same time same place it's your life i'm james cooley rob lucy i love you man you got to come back Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.